Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. If you have your Bibles or you can direct your attention to the screens, Ephesians chapter number 3, Ephesians chapter number 3 and verse 18 may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. And I want to preach on the subject proof of love. Proof of love. Let's worship the Lord one more time before you're seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, your will be done. Let the word of God go forth. Let the perfect anointing word of God be here today. Lord, let it accomplish your purpose. In Jesus' name, God bless you. You may be seated. Proof of love. Proof of love. Amen. You know, somebody might ask the question, how do I really know that God loves me. Amen. You know, do I know that because somebody told me he does? Well, I start maybe getting interested in that, but no, uh, not totally. Amen. Because, you know, do, do I know that he loves me because the Bible says so? And I know we sing that little chorus, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Amen. But until... Somebody, amen, is really experiences and gets close to God. They really don't experience and understand and know that he loves them. Amen. But it's much more than just, uh, you know, the Bible telling me I cannot truly understand and I cannot truly appreciate God's love until I experience it. Romans 5, 8 said, for God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now that word commendeth means demonstrates. It means shows. It means proves. God demonstrated his love. God showed his love. And God proved his love to us. Amen. By not only telling us, but he gave the ultimate sacrifice his own life. Amen. And that right there is a proof of love. The proof of love. One person said, you are loved more than you will ever know by someone who died to know you. Amen. And that's what Jesus did for us. John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. That's how he showed his love. He gave. Amen. Love in word only is not true love. Love that speaks and then it can be demonstrated is true love. God proved his love for us by giving us his very best, which was himself. Amen. He sent prophets in Old Testament times. He did all kinds of things. Amen. But he said, you know what? Amen. He said, when he saw no intercessor, when he saw that no situation was going to be adequate to accomplish the situation. Amen. 
amen, the Lord said, amen, my own arm is going to bring salvation. I am going to be the mediator between God and man. And it was the man Christ Jesus. He came. He became poor so we could become rich. That's love. He became sin, amen, even though he had never sinned. That's love. Amen. The greatest proof of his love, of course, is that he died for us. Now, our text verse, I want to read that in another uh, uh, translation to give it a little bit more clarity. Ephesians 3.18, it says, And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep His love is. May you experience the love of Christ, amen, though it is too great to understand fully, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Amen. Praise God. How deep is his love? We can't comprehend it, but we know. Amen. He's not just talking a talk. Amen. He's walking the walk. He's proven his love. And he continues to do it. God's love for us came long before we ever loved him. Amen. He loved us before the world was created. He loved us before we were ever born. Amen. And while in the, like the old song that we sometimes sing at Easter, while he was on the cross, I was on his mind. What do you mean? I wasn't even born for a couple thousand years. Yeah, but that's because he knows the end from the beginning. And he died not only for what was going on at the moment and what happened yesterday, he died for tomorrow. And that's where we come in. And I thank God the blood is just as powerful today as it was when he shed it on the cross 2,000 years ago. Oh, hallelujah. 1 John 4, 19. We love him because he first loved us. Oh, praise God. So it's because of the love he demonstrated to us that we are able to love him back. So the first question is, how do we know that God loves us? And the next question is, how does God know that I really love him? I think that's a fair question. Is it because I tell him I do? No. Not, not, not by itself. Amen. Because what love's only a four-letter word. Has anybody ever told you that you that they loved you and you knew that they were? Nope. You're just, you're just talking. You don't really mean it. You can tell when somebody loves you because it's demonstrable. It's provable. You show them. Amen. True love has to be more than words alone. The only way that our friends and loved ones really know that we love them is by showing them. Otherwise, our words are hollow and meaningless. Amen. Somebody says, you know, I, I love you, and then they slap you in the face. Amen. That word is not matching that demonstration there. We got a disconnect. We got a problem. You know, I don't know where you come from, but a slap is not love in my neighborhood. Amen. Praise God. And so I'm saying we got to show God that we love him. Amen. So love is, is something that is shown and demonstrated. You know, Jesus even said, he quoted an Old Testament verse, amen, and he said these in Matthew 15, 8, 
These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And Lord, let that not be said about me, oh God, or anybody that's following God. Amen. Let our lips and let our tongue match exactly, amen, our hearts, that they're all together, unified, and in the right place, loving God. Amen. And that's why God told us, uh, you know, one of the, the greatest of all commandments, and I, I know the Ten Commandments are the Ten Commandments, thou shalt have no other gods before me, but there, there is a commandment that is said to be, the greatest of all, and it's kind of, it was added on to and continue on. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, strength, and soul. Amen. That is the first and greatest commandment, Jesus said. And that is why when we, when we put our whole heart, mind, strength, and soul, when we tell him we love him, he says, yep, your words agree with your heart, mind, strength, and soul. Amen. So I not only need to tell him, I also need to show him. 1 John 3.18, my little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Amen. Let's, let's show our love. Praise God. Even, even John, he told the church in his epistle, in 1 John, he said, you know, how dwelleth the love of God in somebody that sees somebody in need and has something to give them, amen, that they can help them. And instead of doing something and demonstrating the love of God that's in their hearts, they say, hey, be warmed and be filled and, and hope your belly gets full somewhere and hope you get something to drink and hope you get a blanket somewhere. God bless you and you move on the way. That's my mouth talking, but my heart didn't do nothing about it. Praise God. And he said, no. He said, don't do that. How dwelleth the love of God in somebody that does that? Amen. Let's show God that we love him. Let's prove our love to him. Amen. Do I prove my love to him by just hearing his word or reading his word? Yeah, that's part of it. Because until I hear it and until I read it, I don't know what's all in there and what to do about it. Praise God. Because the Bible said, Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, amen, when I hear it, then I know what to do. When I hear it, I'm blessed and I'm challenged and I'm encouraged. Hearing the word, it's awesome. It's powerful. It's enlightening. But hearing the word does not really show my love for him. Doing the word shows my love for him. I got to hear it first, but then I got to do it. I got to do it. James 1.22, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Amen. So I want to be a hearer and a doer. Because we need faith to walk with God, and faith comes by hearing. That's, it doesn't say faith even comes by reading. Did you know that? But we should read. Amen. But what does that tell you? That tells you you got to get somewhere where somebody's preaching it to you and somebody's teaching it and where your ears are hearing it. Amen. And that's why I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord where I'm going to get my faith 
from the, what I hear and then I'm going to go out there and I'm going to show him I love him by doing what I heard. I'm going to prove my love to him. Amen. So just having the word of God. You know, when I was a teenager, and some of you remember my testimony and all that stuff, I, I was, I needed to be saved, okay? Let's just put it that way. I, I needed to get off of, out of that circulation and into God's fold. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. But, but when I went to college, um, my first year, I was taking U.S. history from a, uh, I, I can't even completely remember his name. He was uh, a great uh, teacher, lecturer, and he was actually one of the foremost historians of Abraham Lincoln in the entire country at the time. This is 1979. Amen. And somehow, I don't know, that was one of those times where when I look back before I was saved, after I was saved, and I look back before I was saved at the times where people were, God was bringing people to my life to try to get me to live for him sooner than I did. He was one of those guys. Amen. And somehow, I don't know why, he took a liking to me. Amen. And uh, I don't know if I've ever said this. I'm just going to throw this into my testimony. This was another uh, no-no that I did. I cheated. Well, I didn't cheat. I had all the information. Amen. But I let some girl in the class who obviously didn't want to study just, you know, hey, can I look at your paper? And I go, well, what's the harm, you know, whatever. And we're, you know, big lecture hall. Well, you know, she, not, she was really good, not at studying, but at being a parrot, being a copycat because she copied every one of my answers exactly. So when the professor looked at, he said, wait a minute, I just saw that answer. Wait a minute, I just saw that answer. And he pulled our papers up and he said, okay. And he called her and I separately into the office and he talked about it. Well, through that situation, God dealt with me and this man you know, had compassion on me. Amen. He, he, he kneeled before me in his office and he grabbed my hands and he prayed with me. And I'm just thinking like, this is psycho. Like, like, what are you doing? I just cheated or whatever, or let somebody cheat. You know, I was the one that had the answers, but I, I was wrong. Amen. But somehow he saw something. He said, he, he just prayed with me and he said, God, you know, has something for you. You need to change your life. And he gave me a brand new uh, Bible. It was a new. It was a um, new uh, 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 New American Standard Bible, NASB. It was a nice leather one, and he was actually on the board of that Bible translation. It was a recent translation back in that day, and he was on the board, and he had brand new leather bound ones in these boxes, and he handed me a brand new one, and I don't even know if I have it anymore. I have to look in my office, and I think he wrote in it. But that Bible, I cherished that Bible. I thought that Bible was everything. Amen. I, I put it above my, my shelf of my bed in my bedroom. Amen. But you know what? I had the word, but I never read the word. I was using it as a good luck charm. Wow, that's nice. I don't want to open it because I don't want to ruin the cover. I don't want all that shiny gold around the edges of what, to rub off. So I would crack, crack it open every once in a while. Amen. To look at it. 
but I didn't, but I wasn't really into it. And I go, well, this is hard to understand. These pages are thin. I don't want to mess this up. And I would keep it in the box above. Amen. Just having the word doesn't show you love God. Amen. It doesn't mean it doesn't do a lot of good just sitting on the coffee table. Amen. Just sitting in the closet or in the car. We got to open it up. We got to read what God expects of his people. And then we got to do it. We got to do it. Amen. It's not just having the word. It's living the word. See, this is, this is the verse that really tells how we can prove our love. John 14, 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Amen. He who has them and keeps them, that's the one that loves me. Amen. Praise the Lord. So when that person that has them and keeps them, when they say, I love you, Lord, he said, I know. Amen. Because I see you're walking. I see what you're doing. I see where you're going. And I see where you're not going because of the word. I see where you're going because of the word. I see what you're saying and what you're not saying because of the word. I see how you're living your life because of the word. Praise God. Because you wanted to please me. 1 John 3, 22. Whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. That's how we love him. We keep them, keep the commandments. And we even go the extra mile and do some... Those things which are pleasing in his sight. Amen. As when I was growing up, when you were growing up, and your parents ever say, hey, I want you to go, over, go in there and just pick up all the clothes off the floor in your room and, and do this. And then and, and instead of just doing what they said, you, you not only did that, but then you did some extra stuff. Amen. And when they came in there, they, they probably had to get smelling salts after they passed out because they couldn't believe because they have to pull teeth just to get you to do the first thing. And you went extra mile. Amen. You didn't just do the commandments. You did extra which was pleasing in their sight and they were so happy about that and our heavenly father is happy when we go I leave it a little bit extra amen that's how we prove our love for him amen do we prove our love to him just because he's one of the loves in our life no amen to love God like he wants us to love him he must be our first love amen Matthew 10 37 he who loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me and he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me amen so he didn't say you know hey you know you can't love any of your family and stuff of course he wouldn't say that that's weird amen because God's all about family. He's the one that created family. Amen. But he said, hey, if you love them more than me, that's, you can't do that. I got to be on the top. I got to be first love. Amen. That's so important. Praise God. And, and what about just if I sacrifice things for him that I think will cause him to be happy with me? Oh, in some cases, yes. 
Amen. But if the sacrifice is doing something instead of being obedient to him, then that will be a problem. Amen. Because the Bible said obedience is better than sacrifice. If we just keep his word, some people don't keep the word, but then they'll go do some great thing over here. Amen. And, uh, and say, okay, well, this is going to be an exchange for that. But God said, no, it's not an exchange. I don't care if you do some great feat. Amen. I just, if I just ask you to just go over here and tell somebody something, that's something easy. And you go over here and climb this mountain and go down there and go across a river and do this, da, 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 da. Well, I did all that. To, you know, so I don't have to do that. He goes, no, that's wrong. You got to, obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. Praise God. And so it's important that we uh, keep his word. That's what he said. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Oh, the Luke 6.46, he said, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? You know, some people, Lord, Lord, God, I love you, God, I praise you. And he's down there going, man, that is weird. You don't do nothing I say. But you sure look like you love me. You sure sound like you love me. Lord, Lord, I love you. Woo, I love you. Okay, do all that. No, no, no. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. He's going, mm, not coming through. Not making sense here. You see what I mean? Amen. God knows. And, and you know, really, nobody knows. Maybe, maybe people that are closest to you know. But nobody else knows but God if we're really sincere when we say, I love you. Amen. Praise God. He proved his love for us when he died for us. But the greatest demonstration of his love one is when he fills us with his spirit. Amen. Romans 5, 5. And hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed. It's, it's poured in to our hearts. Amen. By the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. Amen. And one person said this, God is true love and we can never know true love apart from him he's true love praise god praise god when jesus rose from the dead and in the gospel of john the guys were out fishing and there was some man that they didn't recognize on the shore making a fire and cooking some fish or different things or whatever some bread and uh somebody said something and peter said, man, this is the Lord. He dove. He didn't even wait for the boat to get back to shore. He dove off. He swam to shore. And he saw that it was the Lord, the resurrected Lord, right there. And God and Jesus told Peter, Simon, Simon, do you love me? He goes, you know that I love you. Feed my sheep. And he said a second time, Simon, Peter, do you love me? He goes, Lord, yes, you know I love you. Feed my lambs. And, and a third time, he said again, Simon, do you love me? He goes, Lord, and he, he felt exasperated the third time because he said it a third time. He goes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said, feed my sheep. Amen. So you see, love is showing God. See, Peter was going to be the spokesman. Peter was given the keys to the kingdom of God to open up the door of salvation first to Jerusalem, the Jews and the Samaritans and then the Gentiles. And, 
and uh, so forth, and, and uh, he was going to be a, one of the prominent people that would set the, 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 uh, the, the, the rules uh, that God had asked them to put down and get this early church off the ground, and, and really as one of the, so to, uh, so to speak, pastors, along with the other apostles, and he said, feed my sheep. If you love me, he was talking as a, from a, to a minister, feed my sheep. And then I'll know that that shows that you love me in that aspect anyway. So, so you see, love is just more than a four-letter word. I prove my love to him, amen, by keeping his commandments. Amen. And, that, and he knows we're not perfect, and that's why he gave us the blood, not only initially to be saved, but also to, to wash away any other sins that come along because we, he knows we're not perfect. Amen. There'll be times that we mess up and we we stumble, but we got to get back up. We got to learn from it. We got to confess it. Amen. And let the blood of Jesus Christ cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. But I'm telling you, this, when he refills us with the spirit of God, that's a powerful proof of his love. And when that spirit of God is living in us, we can love We can love each other and we can love others more than we could before we got the Spirit. You see, Jesus talked to Peter that those three times he told him that. That was before the day of Pentecost. That was before the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So he said, you know, he was telling him that. But now when Peter, amen. You see, when you look at those words love that Jesus was telling him, it all in the, in the English translation, it says, love, do you love me? Yeah, I love you. Do you love me? Yes, I love you. Do you love me? But Jesus was using one word of love, and Peter was using another word. Jesus said, do you agape me, Peter? That's God's love. And Peter said, yes, I phileo you. Phileo is man's love. Amen. You know what phileo love is? The love I have for my wife, the love I have for my kids, the love I have for my parents, the love I have for really good close friends. Amen. That's phileo. That's human love. That's the greatest human love. Amen. And then he asked him again, do you agape me? He said, yes, I phileo you. And then the third time he said, do you phileo me? He goes, yeah, I phileo you. Because Jesus knew he doesn't have the Holy Ghost yet. The love of God, agape love. It's shed abroad in your hearts by the Holy Ghost. Amen. He's about ready to go get it on the day of Pentecost. Then he'll be able to agape love him. Then he'll be able to feed his sheep. Amen. With the love of God. Then you'll be able to love your enemies. Then you'll be able to love God and love people even when you couldn't before. That's how you have proof of love. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Would you stand with me? Amen. And that's why it's important, folks, to be born again of the water and the Spirit. Not just the water, but the water and the Spirit. Not just baptism in water, but in the Spirit, we got to be baptized. To get the love of God in our hearts. Amen. You must be born again, Jesus said. Amen. Born of the water and the Spirit to see and to enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. Praise God. And so we need to seek God for His Spirit.
It's not automatic. It doesn't just come when you believe. It comes, amen, when you believe and you seek after it and he'll fill you and you'll know when you receive the Spirit. Amen. It will not be any kind of a chance thing. Amen. Praise God. I'll never forget when Sister Arlene got the Holy Ghost. Man, it was a beautiful time. She came forward, amen, and it was like two seconds. You lay your hands on, and boom, and she received the Spirit of God, and she was speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God gives utterance. I'll never forget it. It was such a beautiful thing. It was so free. It was so easy, it seemed like. It would just come, amen. There was no inhibition, amen. There was no hindrance to it. Praise God. And that's what God wants to do with every single person. We must be born again. So we can have the love we need in our hearts to prove our love to Him. Praise God. Praise God. This altar is open. Let's talk to the Master. Amen. Let's praise Him on this Palm Sunday. Amen. Let's praise Him and He'll come. Let's praise Him. Amen. Maybe you need a refilling of the Spirit. Maybe you haven't been filled yet. Come and let's seek after the Lord right now and talk to Him. In Jesus' name. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.